Winning, Winning Tribe. We've had conversations about Ben Cleveland potentially being a left guard, and then we're hearing you know, rumors that Fa'alele potentially is going to get the nod, although he's considered a tackle. So when you see this, how do you feel about that specific position battle in minicamp? Yeah, I think it'll be an intriguing one. Uh, definitely think it'll be an intriguing one. I think right now I'd have to say that John Simpson is probably the leading candidate for the left guard spot. He just, really now explain to the people who John Simpson is if they don't know. And, uh, to be honest <laughs> with you, I barely know. <laughs> I barely know who John Simpson is. If we're being you know fully transparent, I mean he you know he's a guy that they acquired this offseason. John Harbaugh likes him. He talks about him a lot. Okay. He talked about him a couple of times already this offseason. And, you know, he kind of showed up and he's been primarily the first guy I see at that left guard spot. Now, that doesn't mean anything. Like you said, it's still very early. I mean, you know, we've seen them do some wacky things throughout the course of OTAs in terms of who's playing where position wise, depending on who's even available to them on that day to practice. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt for sure. But right now, just based off the things I've seen, it'd be tough for me to say that Simpson isn't the leading candidate right now. And I think Lele is probably the guy right behind him. I think Ben Cleveland has an uphill battle okay. to make this team. I, I honestly do. I mean, they, they tried, they, they had on the last day of OTAs, I don't I'm not just I'm not going to say I did that that he didn't get any run at guard. I didn't see it, but I saw him get more run at right tackle than I saw him get run at guard. Okay. So, you know, I or whatever. We, we would take take with that whatever you will, but I, I think honestly it's going to come down to Simpson and Falele. And Falele is intriguing because obviously he's the big body. He's he's a mountain of a man. Uh, in there and if you can get him at that left guard spot it literally clogs up that that hole over there nobody's getting through him now they may get around him or something like that but he is just a brick wall yes um that said i don't know if i love Falele at guard you like your guards to be somewhat athletic they gotta move it's a lot of pulling yes um you gotta be agile uh, and I don't know if that's necessarily Falele's skill set. Now, during OTAs, a lot of the things that they did, they were going like 65, 70% speed. So um, it's tough for me to really gauge how quick Falele is off the ball because he's naturally not a fast guy, um, but they're already going at, you know, a condensed speed. So, uh, I just don't I don't know if his skill set is best used in that spot inside where he has to move. He has to pull, you know, and, and look, the days of there just being 380 pound defensive tackles who are slow as molasses uh, are over. You've got yeah. the Aaron Donalds. You've got the yep. uh, Dexter Lawrence's. You've got the Quentin Williams's of the world that are agile, quick, fast and strong. Um, with incredible leverage at the defensive tackle position. And I think that's something that Falele would struggle with if he goes up against somebody that's half his size, 
but they they're so good with their leverage and 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 kind of planting their legs and, and driving. He could get pushed back in that because I, I don't think he's great with his technique necessarily. He relies a lot on natural strength. Um, so that's the only thing that concerns me with Far Lele at that left guard spot. I think Simpson is probably more the natural left guard. I'd be shocked if Far Lele is the guy. But hey, the good thing is if they do decide to go that route. They've got some guys on that on that side on each side of him that they can trust. Linderbaum yep. at center right there, and Ronnie Stanley at the left tackle spot. I agree, and it's a, it's a shame that Ben Cleveland has been underwhelming thus far in terms of because it's it's there for the taking, and yet he has done nothing to capitalize off of his opportunities. Um, the next one, wide receiver. So Bateman, Flowers, Odell. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'll even say Duvernay because I think, I think Duvernay. Duvernay is more considered a return specialist, but he's considered a wide receiver, obviously. Uh, I think that those guys are safe. There's other guys that are still on this roster. The Ravens got Nelson Aguilar in free agency. You still got James Prochet. You still got Tylon Wallace. I don't expect them to have seven wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> what did they have last year? Cordell four, four I think. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I mean, and you and, and, and I been like twenty thousand. Uh, what? Inside, no, it was how many inside? They only had a couple inside line. What did they have a lot of? Was it the tight ends? Yes, or? it was. It was tons of tight ends and not right. a lot of wide receivers. They had yeah. four tight ends, I believe, and 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 four wide receivers. It's embarrassing. Okay, well now they have a problem where they have probably too many wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. What do you foresee in this mini camp? Who is going to step it up that you believe that has to in order to maintain at least a bubble space on this roster? So I'll say this. I I, I don't know how many wide receivers they're going to keep. I think that's the storyline to definitely keep our eye on to figure out how many they want to keep on the the active roster. Um, but you named the people you felt were safe. To be honest, I would throw at, Aguilar in there. I think Aguilar is safe. Okay. I, I think he I think he would be safe as those and you add him, that's what five wide receivers now that 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 I think are locks. I mean, that may be it right there for all we know. Now let's assume that they keep six. And we can even talk about the fifth spot because I think even though they keep five wide receivers, who is that wide receiver? four and five is I think it'll be the battle between Devin Duvernay and Nelson Aguilar to see you know who is going to come in in, in the fourth or fifth spot okay. on the team and I, I can't tell I, I think obviously Duvernay probably has a leg up he's been here he's drafted by the team he's younger um he can do I think more things on the football field than Aguilar can I would make the argument he's probably more consistent uh, than Nelson Aguilar is. Aguilar has his boom or bust games. He can definitely catch the deep ball, but he can also struggle with the drops uh, as well. Duvernay. Yeah, we remember the, the infamous video <laughs> of the oh, man yeah, of course. not dropping the baby because he's not Nelson Aguilar. So yeah, I mean he led the <laughs> Eagles in drops one year. So yes. uh, he is a he is a guy that has problems with his hands. Um, so after those guys. You go into the Prochets, the Wallaces, the Laquan Treadwells. Uh, I forgot the, all about Laquan yeah. Treadwell. Okay, um, crazy the, enough. The, the Andy Isabellas, the Dante Demases of the world. And like I said, I don't know if any of these people make the team. 
Now, practice squad is a different story if they can get them on the practice squad. But let's just say for bleeps and giggles, we're talking about Prochet and Wallace because I, I would imagine, and maybe Treadwell in that group. Those are the guys that okay. I think have a realistic shot to crack the roster. I don't know if Demons has a realistic shot to crack the roster right now over those guys who they drafted, who they've seen. We know how James Prochet lives for training camp and many he's out there OTAs making the one-handed grabs and stuff. Yep. He's all pro shape during this time of year. Um, I don't know if that'll be enough to save him this year though. We'll see. Um, Wallace gives, I think has a little more of a leg up because he's more involved special teams wise than James Prochet is now Prochet, I think, when Duvernay went down and Prochet was the return, was the punt return guy, I thought oh, oh, he did kick a little bit of kick return as well, him and Justice Hill. But I thought Prochet was actually decent as a return guy. He wasn't bad. Um, that's it. You know, if I had to pick between one of those two guys, man, it, it's so tough. It, it's so tough. They're, they, they're both inconsistent. They both kind of have similar skill sets. Wallace is probably more of the vertical threat. Prochet more of the underneath guy. Um, I, I guess it would depend on what, what they're looking for and who they feel contributes more in the special teams. But I'd have to say Wallace right now is probably the guy that, that sticks around. And, hey, maybe Lamar has a little bit of say-so in this. I don't know. I know Prochet's his guy. So if he does have say-so, maybe that is the thing that keeps Prochet around a little longer. Uh, but – I'd be surprised, you know, if they keep many, if any of these extra guys that we're talking about at the wide receiver spot. But for me, I would probably say Wallace is the guy that sticks around. And finally, the defensive back position. We talked about um, those guys in the previous segment, the guys mm -hmm. like Pepe Williams, guys like Jalen Armour Davis. Who, what battles do you think, who gets the edge, do you believe, um, coming out of mini camp? So this is an intriguing one because obviously Marlo is going to be a corner. I think yes. Rock Yassin is going to be the other outside corner. And the thing with Rock Yassin is that he is a predominantly outside corner. So when you talk about bringing Marcus Peters back, I think that's what makes it so difficult is because where's Peters going to play? You I know, think that they would like Peters to be outside because they really right. like Marlon inside. Well, I, and that's the thing. I mean, do they want to commit to Marlon just being a, a an, an inside guy? Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, because I, I while Marlon can play inside and out, and I like Marlon on the field. I don't care where he's at, right? Uh, personally, but I don't I, I don't know if they're ready to commit to Marlon just being an inside guy, especially considering how good Kyle Hamilton was inside, like. They may feel like, why do we even need to do that when we already have a guy that maybe they don't even, and they don't even want Kyle Hamilton to exclusively be a nickel corner. He won't right. do that either. So that is another variable in the equation. I think they have a lot of things to figure out right now. And I think that they're hoping some of these corners on their team right now will help them make that decision. Um, and so Pepe William and John and Jalen Armour Davis are the two guys we talked about earlier. I think Jalen Armour Davis is more of an outside guy than an inside guy. Um, and you know, how often are they going to want to put these guys in the mix? If we're, I, I think the only spot that's really up for grabs is this nickel corner spot. If we're, if we're talking 
three corners on the field at the time. Uh, and I think Pepe is probably the guy that fits that the best. Um, but let's not forget Brandon Stevens is there that yep. they want to get on the field. Um, I, I still believe that they want to try to find a way to get Kavon Seymour on the field yep. as well, who got hurt last year. Um, Daryl Worley is another veteran on this team that yes. played pre- play pretty decently last year. Obviously, they drafted Caillou Blue Kelly um, as well. And Geno Stone, him at the safety spot, how does that, you know, how much playing time is he going to get? Because obviously they like to put Kyle Hamilton down in the box, but we also heard John Harbaugh say that Brandon Stevens is focusing more on safety than corner this year. So, I mean, their rotation is going to be crazy. I don't know how they're going to get all these guys on the field. Who's going to find a way to crack that roster, you know, crack the, the opportunity to play. Um, but I think Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis are the two main guys who need to find a way to to cement their spot in this rotation. I completely agree. So you will be out there uh, this week, correct? I will be. Camps. Okay, so we'll be back. And when we come back for our next episode, I'm sure that Cordell will give us a nice update about what he saw early on in many camps. And we'll have some other topics going on as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's we're one step closer. 